everybody, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. What's up? Going on? Oh, not much. Um, that was a pretty good episode, man. Yeah. I know I'm struggling to see. We've heard so many of the cast say how this season's just going to be so lit and it's a super long season. I'm just like, what What else could be, could happen? Like, this was like the main thing. I knew like most of it, everyone said it's going to be about Brock. So like, what else is coming? It must be something. I don't know. Okay. I wish they were filming right now. Too. <laughs> well, speaking of, um, I guess it's still out there that Wall and Rand are splitting, that he's given up on trying to win her back, and who knows, but it does, I mean, Sheena said it this week, um, Ariana said it last week, that yeah, we're, we talked to her, she's doing okay, like, still going with the they're not together kind of theme. Mm-hmm. And he also petitioned the court to lower his child support with Amber, which is interesting timing. And then it went into, like, how he owes all this money, which we've always heard and suspected, heard stories of, owes the IRS, like, via Jack style. Um, And that's fine. Like, I did... It says he pays, like, 5200 a month for his child support, but then also has to maintain an account of 50000 every month for their expenses or something. And he's trying to get rid of that. Mm-hmm. Um, which, and, and he's claiming, literally it said, due to great financial hardship mm-hmm. with COVID, COVID and not being able to film. And that's understandable. I wouldn't say great financial hardship, though, when you're still showboating around, you know, you're, you're flying... Lala's friends and yourselves to Miami and staying at one of the most expensive places there is. You're renting yachts and paying for everyone's crazy dinners and like, you know, and like tonight he loses 5000 just on a casual boys night at like you know, 5000 that's one month's child support. So this was filmed during this time. Actually, this was filmed kind of after the main COVID, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know how much empathy we can have for him on that but that's what's happening anyways yeah So, to be determined I'm sure he's got to be like a little relieved that they never did legally get married because that's one bullet he's dodging yeah <laughs> with the uh, alimony and, and whatever else he would have to split up with Lala yeah for sure so anyways well I just, I, yeah, I'm just, I'm not on board with that whole thing yet. I just don't know. I'm, I'm still waiting. I just, yeah, it, it seems a little too scripted right now. Yeah, very convenient and very, yeah. It just, it's like added a layer. Like, like maybe, like imagine that this wasn't happening. Like the whole Sheena and Brock thing versus Lala wouldn't be as interesting. She's added another layer to it. Um, I mean, I, I hope I hope it's a storyline because you know that sucks that you know this is happening. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just not sure. If it is, what do you think's next for Lala? Like, uh, well, actually, I, I'm refreshing now to see if they've 
they haven't dropped a new podcast last I mean they've still been doing the podcast but it's been very icy um what do you think like I have a like I can see like an e-dating show like Lala dating as a single mom and then like she'll that's, this is when she'll bring back like Stassi and Brittany to be like her Tasha and Caitlin on The Bachelorette like okay we're gonna help you find a dude we're gonna screen him for you we're gonna interview him we're gonna you know like I could just see them all over it you know what that's pretty smart I could see that too and that would be a positive way for like Stassi to re-enter because it'd be like a a light fun loving love focused show right and she could show her like quirky funny side yeah Are, are you into murder yeah. You're not. Okay, you're out. Yeah. I don't like it. That's a really great idea, man. <laughs> Serious. I don't want to see it, but it is a good idea. It is. It, it really is. I could, like, totally picture it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're welcome. Oh, yeah. There you go. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess this is going to be on, on, so if they do develop that, I can maybe possibly sue or they'll just hire me to develop it for them yes (laughs) um well speaking of Stassi she had a Halloween party and I was surprised to see Tom and Ariana there yes I was yeah I was also shocked about that and like oh wow especially since Jax was there yeah yeah that was how that was that was crazy wonder if they talked or avoided each other or what went down I don't know. I felt like in the like maybe this was me totally reading into it, but in the story that they shared when Bo is out there and they're like, "Wow, this is so cool! Like we need to get a fountain too." Like I felt like there was like some nervous laughter, like where it was like they were like, you know, like when you first, yeah. it's like a little awkward, and you're like, "Oh God, I don't want to go to this party," and then you go. Like I felt like Ariana and Bo were like kind of like awkwardly laughing, and then hopefully it got better, you know. Yeah, well, and also it was like such a basic fountain. Like I've seen the fountain. Okay, it's just like you get it at your basic garden center. Like it looked cool, but also like that smoky, bubbly thing. You see that at anyone's Halloween house too. Yeah. Like it wasn't like twenty years ago. I would have been like, oh my god, that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> but like, come on, you guys, you have seen, <laughs> you've seen this. But they were like, whoa, oh my god, we need a fountain. Yeah, like it was like a little like over like overkill on how they were like praising the fountain it's like okay guys calm down <laughs> like yeah like if it was like the the size of sheena's wedding fountain that they had to fish shit out of the next day sure maybe yeah <laughs> this was just like a little thing you could pick up <laughs> totally anyways um so yeah they had uh i don't know nothing great to report on the costumes i did actually think um Stassi and Bo's theme was cool. It went with them, their house, their story. And oddly enough, I found Bo more attractive as a dead ghost than I do in person. I'm like, this is actually a better look for him. You know what? Yeah, you're right. He looked more cleaned up, a little more respect. Yeah, he looked put together. Like, it was, like, (laughs) nice to see, like, no, you know, vans or... Yeah, it was just, like, it was nice. Yeah, someone posted... Oh, maybe it was it was him or Luann or someone posted is when Bo went to see Luann perform at her show and he like has a picture with her, but he's like 
from the side and looking at her and yes his hair is just like it, it's a mess a monstrosity yeah it's horrible and i'm like god i remember that and so when i saw this halloween picture i'm like you look kind of nice i know you're dead but <laughs> you yeah. look good dead yeah i yeah i you agree stick with that look you should go emo or something totally <laughs> that's hilarious so, i don't know anybody else's costumes Brittany's was a little alarming um Oh, but, yeah. I don't want to say too much about that, but when I saw that picture, I like I definitely like I think I like lurched forward. I was like, oh, like I I was absolutely shocked. Um, I I just I I don't know why I wasn't expecting that, but like it just I I think she knocked it out of the park. It was a great costume for her. And the the only thing that I was confused about it's like okay, they were doing like the Greatest Showman or like a circus or whatever. What the hell was Jacks? Like he was like a, a, he had like a, he was, was he supposed to be like the, a knife throwing guy, but like he's, but, but he got like, knifed himself or like, like, what was, what was happening? Yeah. So I, I think or, he, he missed the mark a little bit. He was like, himself. he, he like confused themes, you know, it's like stay, stay on brand with Brittany and, and baby Cruz. <laughs> like he looked like the knife throwing guy, but like. If you have knives in you, then you'd be the guy standing there getting knives thrown at you. Exactly. And that guy doesn't dress in like a red and white stripe. And I feel like imagine like if you were like at the party with Jackson, like you you know you were like his buddy, and you're like, hey hey man, like what are you? What do you mean? What am I? Don't you know? Can't you tell? Like he would get all <laughs> mad, you know? Like it was just okay, man. Like never mind, never mind. How mad do you think he was like about that poker night? But Rand's hosting and he's not invited to. Oh. I I'm mean, sure he, I, I'm one, I was I, in Miami. I, I'm very worried about Rand and Jax. You know, I hope that their relationship can survive whatever's going on with Lala, the unfollowing of each other, everything. <laughs> so, I don't know. TBD on that, I guess. Yeah. Anybody else had... I This year, I don't know, the costume thing... I mean, I actually found Sandoval quite refreshing. I was just thinking, I'm like, what is going through his head? Like, you know, last year was like a COVID Halloween, especially like in L.A. You would have thought they would have just went crazy balls to the walls. And I'm thinking, I'm like, maybe with all these costumes and everything, they've been doing so much lately. And maybe he's been listening to our podcast. Like when we're like, and you guys listening out there, we've seen you like comment enough with the costumes maybe he's like dude i'm fucking sick of costumes i'm just phoning it in like and he just like got a sailor outfit like at cvs yeah um <laughs> it was kind of refreshing though it's like okay i yeah. know what you are and that's it i can move on i mean to be honest that's what i'm looking for in sandoval every season as i'm looking for a redeeming moment like that where it is like where he does something where it's like oh cool like he's just a sailor or like look he's just wearing a costume and he's there but like it, it seems to never happen you know like he he constantly is uh pushing the envelope for me yeah yeah but yeah that was funny did you see Kristen and her boyfriend yeah i mean that was pretty clever and yeah, they looked they looked accurate. And a little disturbing, I don't know. Um, but yeah. Oh, he's it, very disturbing. I have to look away at any time I see that guy. It, yeah, like I have like a some sort of reaction. I don't know, like 
it's it, also it's like his personality because he's yes. very abrasive. Exa- yes, it's like I do it's, aggro. It's kind of like I shake my head no, but I'm not saying no. It's like I'm looking away and then I look back to see if I make sure I saw it right, and then I look away again. It's like you know, it's like some like I yeah, I don't know. It's it's definitely that because like he could, you know, I don't yeah, I don't find. I'm not ripping on his looks. I don't necessarily find him attractive. I didn't find Bo attractive. Didn't find, but then it's like it depends on your personality. So if he had more of a, uh, I don't want to say Bo, but like, you know, I don't find Bo the most attractive, but, you know, he's got a demeanor that people like, right? Like casual, light, funny. Yes. But this guy is just so like, you never know what, like when the left punches come, you're like, whoa, he's going to come out of nowhere with like, bam. Exactly. Um, what we've seen on Twitter, so it makes him very scary. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, and yeah. When I saw, it, yeah, that, that's exactly how how it feels. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you for that. Okay, Anything yeah. So else? I I can't like I I'm like can't believe that Halloween has like already come and gone. We're into November. Like this is crazy. Yeah. When is um T Sandy's band performance? Is that coming? That's a coming up in like the next couple weeks, isn't it? I thought it already. No, I'm pretty. No, I'm pretty sure it hasn't happened yet. Oh, he was at that thing though. Maybe it was for co- a comedy or a karaoke. Yeah, at a it's, comedy club? it's November fourteenth. Oh, um, that's right. Because that's the that's the Vikings Chargers Day. <laughs> that's why. What? So it's a Sunday. <laughs> Duh, Holly. Ew. <laughs> I'm like, why do I know that date? <laughs> um, I, I set plans. Um, so it's that night. Well, I mean, the game is during the day, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I, I could take one for the team and go. We'll, we'll see. Maybe. I-, I mean, that's something I would actually like like seeing. Yeah. Yeah. It might be fun. We'll see. I TV. Take the. TBD on that. Hmm. I'll check it out. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's solidify cuz why would that he's playing on a Sunday night? Yeah, live I mean, in live in concert Sunday, 7:30 p.m. 7:30. Where at? At the Hotel Cafe, Coenga Boulevard. Oh. Yeah. That's exactly where I just was. <laughs> <sighs> Not super excited to go back up there, <laughs> but yeah, this that would be fun. I wish they had another date. Okay, I know, well. I know. Maybe that maybe they'll release something. Chad would like to see that. Can you get your parents to watch your kids? Yeah, yeah, maybe. I, that would it would be good to hear his take on it. Yeah, um, he he was a fan of Tom's other band, so yeah, maybe. Maybe we should just send Chad out there just by himself. Chad, go Chad, out there and report back. <laughs> and make sure he brings his guitar and starts jamming outside of Hotel Cafe. Yeah. I could just imagine, though, if I sent Chad out there, like, by himself, like, he would, like, something crazy would happen and he wouldn't record it. Or, like, I, like, I would, like, need more details. And he'd be like, well, I don't know, you know. Well, let's not forget when I almost ruined your life, Chad saved your life. So let's not totally throw him under the bus. Yeah. No, yeah, Chad, Chad's good. The Chad, Chad Michael Murray situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So you didn't even have to tell him to do that. Yeah. No, he, he knows. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get an episode. Yes. 
we walk and and I don't know why this just screamed out to me. I figured it out. Besides Big Ed that everyone compares Randall to, Big Ed from 90 Day Fiance. Mm-hmm. He j- just, I, he gives me Fred Flintstone vibes. That's what it is. It's like, you know, hello, that terrific Tuesday. It's like, Wilma! Yeah. Like, he, and he looks like him. He talks like him. He screams like him. Not, But he's not angry. I have to say, like, every time that Randall is on screen, I don't hate, I don't hate, like, the vibe that he's bringing. And, like, normally the person that he is playing opposite to, which is usually always Lala, sometimes, you know, it's been Schwartz or Sandoval, which is interesting, too. But I found him more likable in this first scene. Like, when he was, like, when Lala mentions that the baby won't go to sleep, and one of the ways that Lala gets that to happen is she takes the baby out and puts her eyes directly into the sunlight. <laughs> and and Randall questioned, he's like, you you really do that? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, it's in moments like that where I find that I like Randall because – yeah, I feel like he has kind of like a natural way of making a scene funny that you're kind of like you're you could be horrified by, but he turns it into a joke somehow. So it it, it helps. He also is like calming and like always seems to be like the voice of reason, which is very weird because yes. I don't like he himself and the way he lives. I Does- think is kind of gross, but when it comes to her, like he looked so uncomfortable while she was bashing Brock. Like you could tell in his head, the wheels were spinning. Like, Hey, you don't know the whole story. I've been there. Glass There's- house, glass house. Yes, for sure. Yeah. And like, this could get, Ooh, I'm not going to say a word, but even on their podcast, like when she would dish back when she used to like, you know, talk about the newbies or Charlie and color Carly or who, and he'd be like, come on, they're nice people. You know, he would always stand up for them. Yeah. Um, so I do appreciate him on the show and on the podcast. It's just all the other stories I've heard that give me the ew vibes. But, you know, yeah. and, for and, our and, entertainment. Yeah, and we do know that, like, in the Hollywood industry, he kind of has that same ew thing, you know. But, yeah, I, there's something about him that I'm just, like, I'm constantly surprised with him. So I don't know. Yeah. Um. Okay, so basically... Uh, Randall says he missed boys night and so he wants to put together a poker game for the guys um and uh Lala brings up you know the whole Brock and Sheena thing I feel like they really keep plugging the Belmont have you noticed that she's like well what you missed at the Belmont last night and then over at the other restaurant well he used to own the Belmont 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 it's like we're really getting that yep Um, By the way, that guy, Greg, that you guys, if you remember, we talked about a month ago or three weeks. Yeah, it's probably a month now, three three weeks ago that Greg was their business partner. And did you see in that scene they showed the red door that I posted in my photos Mm -hmm. of the new Schwartz and Sandy, which I've heard other people say, oh, it's here. It's there. I'm like, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. It's La Velalita. It's not La Poubelle. Um, but yeah, that red door was right there. They never uh, commented on any of my posts because they're like, "Oh, that hasn't even aired yet." Yeah, it, it's, I felt like I was like the Scooby Doo. Like we would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for these meddling podcasters. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, but the unsung hero of tonight's episode, I believe, was Greg. I, me too. Um, really liked what he brought to the table. Liked his, you know, straight to the point, like, you guys are messing around, you know. Yeah. Um, we'll get there when we get to Yeah, we'll get thing, there. But... So, um, Katie and, yeah, Katie Katie and, and Tom. Tom. Okay, I have I have another thing. How how do you say do you say domestic or domestic? Domestic, but if you're you could, they could say it if you're you know Canadian or why? Who said domestic? Everyone get Katie, lol, everyone kept doing saying domestic, like domestic. <laughs> it's like, like I, I felt like Lala was like reading it off of a cue card and like using her vowel sound too hard or something. It's like, it's like, it's domestic, domestic. You know what, maybe since this is Lala and Katie, it could be a Utah thing. Cause I was just about to use an example of like, and I remember, remember, you probably remember Alexis would get, um, on OC shit because she said, because, instead of because. Yeah. Because. Yeah. 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 Well, one thing I've noticed people from Utah always say is, and I first noticed this on Sister Wives, but I hear it all the time on Salt Lake and some other shows, I swear, when someone's from Utah, oh, I think I've heard like Lala and um, Katie say it on podcasts, they'll be like, oh, it's not a big deal, or dill. They'll say deal as dill. Like, I don't know what the big deal is. So it's like certain words so maybe it's like that kind of thing you know what it's like minnesota big yes pop so (laughs) oh my gosh i mean i i I love it i but i i was like i i could not unhear that once i everyone kept saying it like that um (laughs) raquel did not say it like that though raquel said domestic so she's yeah. the only one who said it like that. She's the only one that has a degree. So yeah. Sheena. How does Sheena say it? She has a broadcast journalism degree. She doesn't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't think it exists. Yeah. She's like, no. no. <laughs> she can't read that word through those rose-colored glasses. No, no, no. Um, so, so, yeah, over at Katie and Tom's, Katie just is doesn't think that this is something that you can just shrug off. Uh, she thinks that it's a pretty big deal, and still, and Schwartz um, is like, he's like, well, isn't that like their thing to deal with? You know, like he's kind of trying to steer Katie away from that line of thinking, um, which is right. But then he says, well, I mean, unless you think she's just like, you know, in denial or has blinders on, or she's just casually brushed over it, and so this is where Katie's not wrong. She's like, well you know wool well that's another way of pronouncing things well well that's what sheena does and like i had already just said that in a comment in our group like yesterday it's like but that is very on that's sheena's brand is she gives people the benefit of the doubt she sees the good until they prove her wrong she's got really thick rose-colored glasses and she just doesn't see it and then once she's out of it she can see it you know, like with Adam, with Rob, with Shay. But when she's in it, she can't see these things. So Katie is right. She yeah. that is her. No, totally. It is. And um and I did like I, I don't remember what part that Lala said this, but I did appreciate that that um Lala did say, you know, she's like and 
you know, Sheena will figure it out. Like, she's a grown woman and she'll handle if the relationship ends, too. Like, Sheena can, you know, you're allowed to make mistakes. And, like, Sheena is allowed to make a mistake, too. And how, if that she's trusting him, like, you know, I don't know. It's, the whole thing is a lot. I mean, I have definitely, I'm sure every one of us have experienced when your friend is maybe you know like you see a red flag and they don't and you have to choose it's like you have to choose to either support your friend and go through it with them or not you know what I mean it's like they're it's their life that it's I don't know I've even seen red flags myself of my own situations and I still choose to press on forward yeah and (laughs) like yeah because I'll tell my friends the red flags and I'll be like here are all the red flags and guess what? I'm just going to knock them over. Yeah. Don't care. Yeah. And I, and I think Sheena is very much like that, too. And and I I mean, I'm sure that Brock is very grateful for that. And I mean, I would want a friend that, you know, was able to look over those things. I don't know. I, I'm so interested to see how this all plays out. Well, I think it's like Ariana said. She's like, we all did, especially someone like Ariana that A, uh, is so vocal about you know anti-violence and women's rights and that sort of thing but at the same time I think she also understands it because she understands the power of false accusations Um, she understands how first how seriously domestic violence should be taken and Mm -hmm. and believed but she also has experienced situations where they're fabricated Mm -hmm. so it's she can see I think a lot of different perspectives or both perspectives um, as can you know a lot of us that yes both situations happen you should always of course just "Mm, okay this yes this happened but at the same time if you want to hear the other person's side there's always two sides and also if it's you know something that wasn't a a repeat situation something that was also a long time ago and you know it's your prerogative to take those things under consideration I mean you can't prosecute someone for the rest of your their life if they've already I mean and here's the deal like we we are on a podcast and we're discussing what they are saying on the show um I don't think in regular life that we would you know beat this to death like we are right now or you know because this is like literally a storyline this is what we are discussing I I I don't know I feel like there's many things that could be red flags in someone's life. Like maybe it's very triggering that someone has a DUI on the cast, you know, and like that's like really like that's like a no go for you. Like that once someone did like there's a I'm just saying there's a lot of things yeah. that we could go well, back I've... to all of the cast members and be like, well, what about this when you did this or you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Lala herself. Well, all of them have have yeah. I mean, I wasn't even thinking about that with Andy. I was surprised he had Chrissy Teigen on. Just because she's still kind of in the heart of all, all of this issues mm-hmm. that have been, I don't know. But I guess she's on a, an apology tour right now, I've heard. Uh, but I thought, that's interesting. I'm like, he not only had her on, but he was kissing her ass. He was like, oh, Chrissy, I know this has been a rough time for you, a rough year. I've been praying for you. I've been rooting for you. And like treating her like a victim and I thought, and yes, there's you could be a victim of internet trolls and bashing and cancel culture, but also you can't be a victim of something that you did to other people, mm-hmm. and that's what she was being canceled for. So it's like, yes, it was a rough year, but you're, I mean, I don't know. It was, it just sat a little weird, especially since 
what happened, let's say, with Kristen and Stassi, um, it was very easy to forgive Chrissy and have her on, but he hasn't had them on to allow them their chance to grow or explain where they are now and what they've learned or anything like that. And I'm not saying you should, and I'm not saying I want that. I'm just saying it's interesting how they, you can pick and choose what we're going to judge and what we're going to let go. Well, and I I think that that, I think that that is like possibly a problem with, you know, the cancellation of people is, you could kind of, like I I feel like Andy is probably projecting like he could probably be canceled for some of the things that he has said and so he probably feels a little bit guilty for you know what Christie's going through and the other ones are going through because he knows that he could be right there in the seat with them you know we've all said things that are you know it's like Ugh, I don't know yeah, even what he said to James or to Raquel asking yes if, inappropriate then, yes even tonight talking about Sheena's list in front of her fiance like that's kind of disrespectful I mean they handled it great and Brock isn't threatened by that but a lot of men would be mm-hmm. or it'd be uncomfortable it was yeah it was just like embarrassing like uh, or not embarrassing it was just yeah Attack. uncomfortable yes yeah. Yeah. um yeah so then they have James telling Raquel about Brock's tears, but he's like mocking him. You know, he was like kind of laughing and making fun as James. I does. felt like they really called in, the, they phoned in this joke. You know, like it's something that we see James do every season now because they got a big fan reaction the first time he did it. And now he makes fun of everybody. Like we're supposed to turn it into a meme and be like, look how funny James is. Yeah. Um, he's it, the biggest crier of every. He, he cries over the dumbest shit. Yes. Um, it just didn't work this time. I don't, I don't know. I, I didn't think it was funny. I didn't laugh, even though it was a pretty dead on impression. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I did. I wasn't like, you know, rushing to make it a meme. That's for sure. Okay. So the, then the next note I have. So we go over to Sheena and, um, oh, because Raquel says, yeah, she, you know life isn't as perfect as you know she tries to make it look on her vlog which we all know is true Sheena seems surprised by that tonight on Andy but you know it's it's always been that way it's just the way she is I really wish I really think that Sheena missed an opportunity on this question or statement whatever Andy said I feel like she should have been the reason I started my YouTube channel was to show the true me because I received such a horrible edit you know, yeah. it, like that's the real reason she started her YouTube channel, and I hope everyone remembers that because that's the truth. Showing Brock in a different light or whatever, you know, getting her own story out there was something that came after the fact. But the true origin of her starting that YouTube channel is, you know, sh- like just getting yeah. her finally us being able to see something other than her being like rob, 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 rob. So, and that's what I I noted in this scene was because I think. Evolution and Bravo caught so much shit after that Brigate and bad mm-hmm. edit um, admission that they did Sheena wrong. I think they were like trying a little too hard right now because they didn't show her Vegas show. They did. They've never shown her podcast. So now what are they doing? They're showing her YouTube, but they're showing us like what a thirty-minute scene and them making a pie. Like, okay, you guys, we got the point. You don't need to show us that much. Like, it's a little much. It was like. A little Shannon Bador making cream cheese salmon for her kids. It was a, like a little too much. 
I, but I felt like it was almost a little backhand compliment at Sheena. Like they, yeah, they showed it. They, they're showing more of it. But again, they're showing that Sheena, they basically were trying to say that what Raquel was saying is true. It's this sickingly sweet couples activity. Like, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't say that's really what their YouTube is about. If you watch it, it's very different than that. It's way more authentic than that. So I felt like they were making a joke of it, but that makes sense because that's what I was thinking. I was like, why are they, they're now choosing to show her outside activities when they never did before. So I was like, are they trying to make up for what they missed out on before by doing this? And this is the best they could show, which it just seemed like, it's, it seems like a dumb joke that the writers were trying to make. And I, I don't, I didn't think it was funny or clever or, you know, it was just like, it. Yeah. that's not, that's not what Sheena's vlog is like. I mean, she, it just, I don't know. Yeah. That, it was a weird thing to highlight to show because that's just not how it is. Weird. Yeah. I don't know. I should have showed her vlog talking about her miscarriage. I mean, that's real. Yeah, or just I mean, how, or just how, like they're constantly moving. You know, it's like it's a, it's very yeah. much a day in the life. It's very much like it, it's not like that was so staged and so like it's, it was like, honey, we're gonna make a pie. Like what? Like you, you were just saying you don't, you don't like American food. Like now you're making a pie. Like it just, it didn't go. I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But whatever. I mean, they for someone who doesn't know she has a vlog, maybe that's the first time that they heard of it, and now they're gonna check out her vlog. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, at least she's getting some free advertising. Yeah, totally. Build up her channel. Yeah. Get those YouTube dollars. Get those views. Okay, so I guess it's now when the Toms go meet with um, Greg, the owner of La Villelita, the former owner of the Belmont. He used to own uh, restaurants on the Sunset Strip, a few different ones, but... um, so he's very experienced. Like one was in the Grafton, the hotel right next to the Mondrian. One was, I think, at the Andaz or something. So, you know, seasoned restaurateur, entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he owns... But, it, but it's he, he at least has level. And he, well, he owns that place right next to uh, the, the market place that's always popping in that same Franklin Village Mm-hmm. Mall. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I you know it's definitely no Villa Blanca. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so he's in there, and <laughs> I don't know. I just thought, oh yeah, Santa was like, oh dude, and then can we drop the ceiling down? But then it opens up, and I don't know. Can you do that? Like, isn't the ceiling like okay? You're you're stuck with the ceiling. I don't know. I guess you can do anything. I don't know. I just, I thought that Greg entertained their ideas for like far too long before he finally was like, okay, okay, listen, you guys have a lot of ideas. I'm hearing a lot of talk, but you know, let, let's get down to to business here. Yeah, no, he, he literally says, uh, listen, this is not fun and games. This is real hard dollars and cents. And then, but no, he actually, what he, what he said, he said, uh, oh, fuck, this is the best. Um, we've got a lot of ideas coming out of our ass. We yeah, need to fine tune some shit. And then he wants to name and he wants Schwartz to say it. He said because I need to believe it. And 
Schwartz is like, yeah, yeah, Schwartz and Sandy's. It's like, are you sure? He's like, what? Schwartz and Sandy's a different kind of deli? Because people are going to show up here thinking they're getting a pastrami on rye. And I'm like, you are. Thank you. And it's like his money. Like, why? Why he doesn't want to invest in something he doesn't see like being legit. Yeah. Um, I liked it. Yeah. What so they he, needed to hear. So then he kind of gives them an assignment and he's like, by next week, I want your mission statement. You know, like I want you guys to really hone in on what it is you're going to do here and get back to me. They're like, okay, we're on it. We're on it. We'll let you know. Which you know they're going to effing blow, as you can see in the next week's um, coming like attractions. That. It was like, oh, God. That week that they prepared to meet with Jason and Pandy. Yes. <laughs> You know, it's just going to be another F up. Um, okay, so then we go over to Raquel playing with her nose and oh boy, exercises. A lot to unpack here. Um, I, I don't even know what to say about this. Okay. Well, it's sad. I, like, I, I got, she got the nose job and then I guess it went awry because James bumped it and it fucked it up, I guess. Didn't, didn't heal correctly and then it was worse when she was showing Lisa and Lisa's like oh yes I can see that now it's like oh like you know she's super paranoid and insecure about it and then Lisa just confirmed it so it's like now I'm sure she wants to get it corrected even more yeah now so what did you think about the whole you know her nose was bumped by James thing like, did you think that they were trying to, that that was like a read between the lines sort of thing, or just a straight up, he bumped her nose while they were getting ready to make out? I mean, I felt like the way, like, kind of like the whole ring thing, like, is the ring real? Like, I felt like that they tried to, like, put a little, like, question mark for us viewers, and the whole thing is just like, I don't know. I, I was reading like they're trying to make it a story. Yes, like like, they, like, like they like they they like, yes they want us to ask that question and then they want us to reference to you know Kristen Doty's book where there was some allegations that were made uh, you know like I don't know it just seems like a little like it I, I'm not falling for it it I did think it was a little weird when they were specifically like James was like let's not tell them I bumped it because people are gonna make a story out of it and think that I hit you or something so it's like. Why would you even say that if, like, nothing... I don't know. Like, it, right. it just the whole thing... It was like, uh... Yeah. And then, I, mean, I, I don't know, like, I, I was reading a lot of commentary on in the um, group and stuff about people saying, you know, oh my god, I cannot believe what James said to Raquel about her nose, and, you know, like, if she wants to get it fixed, that's her business, blah, blah, blah. I guess I completely took it the wrong way, because how I took it was that he was just saying like you know like when people get too many nose jobs like it actually can yeah. like your nose can totally end up looking jacked up like michael jackson yes and so yeah. i took it as he was just saying like you're perfect the way you are like you don't need to do it like please don't ruin your beautiful face like not in a mean way i didn't take it like that but other people were super offended by what he said okay. so I, I took it i took it both ways which is why i rewound because initially that is how I I took it that he he said I you know I, I have to look at you yeah very yeah I have to look at you and I don't want you to like risk it or screw, what if they screw up again but then when I because I thought uh, that was exactly it I'm like I need to watch this again because I thought that was the most fucked up thing I've ever heard um, it's like you're supposed to love her unconditionally right 
Um, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch this again. And then when I rewatched it, I heard it your way and I heard it. He's like, when is this ever going to, is it going to keep going? If you keep, you know, now there's this and that. And, you know, like he was pretty like much, yeah. He was like saying like, you're perfect. Like you, like I, I, that's how I took it. I don't know. Right. When is enough enough? Yeah. yeah. But I also think that on the flip side of that, it's also really annoying when someone's saying that to you and there's something that's really bothering you personally and you need to fix it. It's like you want the support of your partner to be like, hey, like if that makes you feel better, then go for it. So I think she was looking for both of those things, you know, so. Yeah, and I think, I mean, actually, you know, hearing your story and it it doesn't matter if she had a story or not, it's her decision. I mean, I didn't I didn't see anything wrong with her um, face, but I understand where she feels like there is because she had the job done and then it was injured before it could heal. Right. And it came out incorrectly and she's paranoid about it. And so if that's going to make, yeah, fix it. You would just, you, you, I, I yeah. mean, if that was me, if that happened to me, I just wonder like, what would it look like if it had come out perfect? Do you know what I mean? Like you would always wonder like, you know, could it be better? Yeah. But it, I do, so, no, I, I do, do agree with James. That is a slippery slope, though. So I, I don't know. Yeah, but I do encourage people to watch it again and hear it from that perspective because I definitely hear both perspectives there. But I, I think I, I did get what he meant. It just the way it was edited and maybe delivered. It could go either way. Totally. Um. So she's talking about how he still lashes out and would he go to AA to handle his anger? It's like, what? why don't you just go to anger management class, okay? But he's like, I can't go to LA or AA. He's like, you know, I I still smoke I weed. <laughs> like, I don't want to be Mr. Straight and Narrow, Mr. Ooh, I'm super sober all the time, as he talks about being sober all the time. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, I, I believe there are it's just, just a personal opinion. AA is fantastic. May not be the best solution for every single person um, because, you know, different issues, different ways of dealing with things. And I think even like Alexis Nyers said that in her book, how it worked for her at first. She doesn't do it now, I don't think, because it doesn't work for her anymore. But I don't know. I, I just think there's... Uh, like alternative paths yeah I was actually kind of um confused as to why she would bring up that avenue of um like addressing his anger problem I mean I'm I'm sure it can absolutely but um yeah I would definitely say like and also Raquel like boxing isn't gonna work like he he needs like yeah. straight up therapy <laughs> but um yeah 100% yeah but that, I, I his sobriety thing I mean I just love when those two sit down to have like a serious conversation. Like that's literally what was said. Like she's like, "Can you go to AA?" And it's like, th- "That's this is them problem solving. Like that's what they came up with." You know what I mean? Like it's it's pretty yeah. it's pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't personally think he's still having these outbursts and things because of um, pot. Because look at Lala. Lala doesn't do anything, and she still has her anger outbursts. It's a personality thing. Yeah. So for sure. I'm not saying should he go off pot and be completely sober, 
I don't think that's what's causing his issues. And am I supporting him to do it? It's not my business. He can do whatever the hell he no, wants. No, he absolutely needs tools on how to react when that comes up. When he, that anger comes up, he needs some tools. Maybe not boxing a person's face, but, you know, some way to deal with yeah. his emotions when they just go, when they erupt like that. Because both him and Lala have that problem for sure. Yeah. So it's not for me or anyone else to judge whether or not he should be because I know there's a big issue about the California sober like oh you're not really sober then if you're smoking pot and it's like well maybe that's not his real issue yeah because you know drunk or sober he can still be a real asshole yeah which is what gets him into trouble so what you know whatever can help minimize that cool and totally supporting pot I don't even I don't want to even do the the grass. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, but anyways, yeah, it's interesting. I just think there's, yeah, different ways to look at it. And I don't think, yeah, I agree. Boxing, not it. Yeah. Um, okay, so next we go over to, we see Lisa walking into Tom Tom with a big ass sir mask on. Um, all in rhinestones. He has a little... Jojo cameo. I wish they would give him some like personality time. Yeah, um, we've really been introduced to no one new this season so far. I mean, it, literally, Charlie has had like two lines since the first episode. Like, what the hell is going on? And then, um, yeah, there's lots of other people who I thought were going to make appearances, and it's Jesse got a little one this episode. Oh my so- god. <laughs> I didn't know he was a hair cutter. I mean, I, I think he did Tom's hair great. Tom looked great. But, you know, <laughs> if I, I I wouldn't stop him and be like, oh, my God, I love your hair. You, can you do mine? Because I've never, <laughs> ever liked his hair. It's always, I just, it's kind of like Sandoval, how Sandoval does so many, like, weird things with his hair that generally never work for me. Yeah. I like it now. Um but that's just, I guess, personal both style. of them. Both of them are big risk takers. I feel like, and um, you know, sometimes it hits and sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, right now, this has got to be one of the worst for Jesse. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, it's like Peter too. I was, oh, I was still going to do my Peter montage at some point, but like, you know, we know what works for Peter and what doesn't, and it's Jesse. There, I'll put a montage together for you, and we can all pick out and help help guide you the right way yes but this is this is the wrong way (laughs) (laughs) but but you're a really nice guy yeah (laughs) anyways um okay okay so yeah so yeah where were we okay oh yeah so we're so we're at um we have a jojo appearance and then uh lisa and ken are sitting down um and lisa's like we're really worried about you two mortgaging your house uh why don't you get some advice from ken um, and so, you know, Ken's sitting there and I don't know, I felt like that they're a little annoyed, you know, they're like, how, how long is the the lease for? Like, like, and they're like, um, a few years and they're like, it's not crystallized, but, uh, I don't know. It was just like very chaotic. Yeah, I mean, and once again, you're just like, you, everyone's worried for them. It's like, can the, the boys do this? I don't know. You kind of think that's one of the most important questions because, a, it's going to take a while to renovate, especially under Sandoval's guidance, 
So how long is your lease? You're going to spend all this time renovating and then your lease is going to be up in a year or you're going to have a too long of a lease and your business is failing, but you're stuck in this 20 year lease. You know, it's like kind of an important question. Mm-hmm. You should probably figure that out. For sure. And then he's like, well, what are you going to own then? If you don't even know that, what could you take away if something happened? Well, the name and the concept. It's like, okay, I guess. Yeah. How much did that make you selling your, your names to Tom Tom? Yeah. Can't take that with Okay, you. and then, like, one of the most disturbing scenes of the episode happened. Uh, they The camera pans down to Schwartz's feet, and they're in his slides that we have seen him wear literally everywhere. Um, and his, he takes his foot out, and it's all dirty and gross, and his toes, uh, like, just the whole thing. I just wrote, like, barf. Yuck. Um, then he's touching his feet, and then, like Lisa points out, he puts his fingers in his mouth. <laughs> and then Ken's like, what are you doing showing up at this place you're an owner of in flip-flops? Like, have some respect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was very on, on brand for him to put his dirty toe fingers in his mouth. Um, that you know, I'm sure they had just been in the swamp earlier. Oh. And then he's gonna go make a drink <laughs> at the bar for someone or for all the. Ooh, how how could Lisa choose his cocktail after watching his hygiene in action? Yuck! He hand squeezed that watermelon. I know when when he mentioned that he squeezed it earlier in the day, and and that like that made me feel really like, nervous. Not in front of people. Yes. So it's like knowing how gross he is. Like, what did he really do? Yeah. Like with him, if he was like a chef, like I, he'd have to. Like be you know, like he was subway. like you know, like the the watermelon juice was like getting on his fingers, and he was like licking, and then putting his hand back on the watermelon, and then licking, like for like sure, scratching his, his butt. Yes. And like yeah. probably petting his dog, and then there's like dog hair, and then that goes onto the oh. watermelon. <laughs> sure, petting his dog because he's always walking the dog. Yeah. Oh. Oh, Bubba! <laughs> no, that guy needs to be like a Benihana, Subway, like Waffle House. We could see everything you're doing while you're making the food. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> kind of bartender. Otherwise, yeah. My mom had this, well, I guess I had this neighbor, but it was like when the neighborhood would get together or the friend group or whatever, and like potluck. And literally it was known from like grandparents down to like children everyone would be like which one's Dottie's dish because the whole town knew how dirty and gross she kept her house oh. that nobody ever wanted any of her food so it was like it was just known like everyone yeah. knew they're like which one is Dottie's Aww. so you can stay away oh Dottie <laughs> that's what I feel it would be like which one's Schwartz's drink <laughs> yeah oh my gosh that's hilarious or like we get his drink but then I like I have some of that antibacterial spray from Bath and Body Works. I just like I put it on my gym machines and then I wipe it down. I like spritz all around the the drink. Yeah, <laughs> that would help. It that would kill off some of the germs. This tastes like sunrise flowers, <laughs> or ocean breeze, moon mist, <laughs> which actually would go with some of their cocktails. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh, sometimes they taste like that. Um. Okay, so 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 the next scene is um, Ariana and uh, T. Sandy talking about how she's been invited over to help Lala set up for her um, 
what is it, girls' night or something, something. And um, and he's like, oh, you know, she's like, that's weird. I haven't really talked to her, you know, since that, since our little spat. Um, and she's sober, so I guess you don't send a sur- sober person in to go buy alcohol. So he, she's gonna help her out. And did you notice when she um? Oh wait, they're not there yet. She just called her. Okay. Yeah, and uh, her and T. Sandy kind of have a conversation about um, Sheena. You know, they're like, you know, how do you how do you guys feel about everything or whatever? And Ariana says, you know, I think it's really important to be transparent, you know, as transparent as you can about, you know, when when things are, you know, come out that are this serious. And um, they could they admit that they lied for Lala about Randall. Yeah. Which, I mean, I think we all knew that, but it was interesting to hear them admit that. Right. So, yikes. We kind of already talked about James's boxing, but one thing I did like that we didn't talk about when Raquel talked to him about his anger issues is, like, her biggest fear is that he'll verbally hurt their kids with these, like, anger outbursts. So I thought that was thoughtful and like oh okay that makes sense why you know I mean I felt like when yeah I felt like when she said that like she was setting like such a clear boundary with him and he seemed to really that's the thing that like I I I go back and forth with James because sometimes he'll she'll say something to him and he really responds to it or he looks like he is you know what I mean like it seemed like he took that comment and he like was a little taken aback by it and was like that maybe he'd never thought of it that way or he never realized like oh my god like it really could affect my kids or whatever it it was like a moment of like clarity I saw in him or something and I just it's one reason why I think possibly those two are going to make it is because they have this way of communicating where they hear each other so I don't know that you know if he can live up to that but I feel like she calls him out and he hears it that's true because he doesn't obviously live up to it. Cause now I just remembered a scene from the trailer when he calls Raquel and Charlie like stupid. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. So I guess we have that coming up. Okay. So now we go have Manny Petty's at Villa Rosa with Tom and Katie and Lisa. Yeah. Um, okay. This was like kind of funny. I was like, they really are going going to Villa Rosa quite a bit. I don't know if I'm down with this. Like, they've literally been over there, like, five times in the last yeah. couple episodes. That's true. The Toms are there every day now, then the tea party. But yeah. I guess it was probably really easy to film there during COVID yeah. and everything, so I guess we, we'll, we'll cut them a break on that, right? <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So I thought this was funny, though. And, you know, Schwartz with his typical jokes of like, oh, I want to feed you grapes right now, Lisa. You know, it's like, ugh. But very on brand. She offers to, like, basically give him his money back double, you know, if he wants out of Tom Tom so he doesn't have to mortgage his house for this restaurant. Now, I, it seems like mortgages, like, it just seems like they would need more money to do those renovations and open up a new restaurant than a couple hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, it seems like they're getting into these little restaurant deals for not a lot of money. Like they're not, you know, they're not big part, they're not big yeah. holders in the businesses. But 
Um, what really bugged me about this is when he was like, I, th- I think one of the problems with my application is they don't really like the whole Mactor thing. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's ridiculous, Schwartz. Like, are we going to play dumb and act like you're still a Mactor? You've been on Vanderpump Rules for freaking, you know, not yeah. the entire, well, the entire time, but you've taken on a bigger role since, you know, for freaking nine seasons. So we're going to yeah. pretend like, oh, you you get some modeling jobs here and there, and that's why they declined your freaking application. <laughs> like, you're a reality star, you idiot. And you like, were never really a Mactor because you weren't an actor, really. No. Like, what and roles so, <laughs> I, I really, I, I didn't like that. It's like, come on. Like, I felt like they were being more transparent with us on Vanderpump Rules. Like, we're, we're, we're growing up with them. Like, what, what, he just went backwards. Yeah, it's L.A. when everybody is that. I'm yeah. sorry. Like, Audrina bought a house. What, how old was she? Like, 23 on the hills? Yeah. Come on, that nice class house. Um, yeah, I think on her resume was... <laughs> She was she was like less known than you. Well, and so. last time I checked, they're not like, what your occupation? Hmm, I don't like that. You know what? Like, if you make money, no one cares. Like, that's it, it's stupid. Um, yeah. there was obviously something that's else so wrong with the application. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so so basically, Mariana. Yeah. Go oh no, go for it. Oh, I was moving scenes. Okay, yeah, go for it. I don't. I'm looking oh. at my notes of where you are. Oh, Ariana goes over to Lala's. Okay. Um, Did I miss something? Uh, no, 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 no. We can do, we'll we'll do them piece by piece. But um, yeah, I thought that it was nice that uh, Ariana helped out Lala. Um, what did you think about Lala having like her bowls labeled by you know the her person that helps her in the kitchen being like chips, dip, um, yeah, whatever. I mean, I think funny it's, but dumb. I, yeah. The first thing I noticed was when Ariana came in, and Lala hugged her, and her hand like went right on her ass. I was like, "That's how you hug." Oh, I, did, oh, I, <laughs> I didn't mean, even notice that. That's funny. Yeah, I had to rewind, and it's like, okay, I like it was like a half Sarah Holly hug, where it's like you're, they're not even like touching. It was yeah, like the the, ta- the tap, but then her right hand went like smack on her ass, and I was like, oh. okay, okay. Well, I mean, it is Ariana's ass, so I guess I understand that. But then again, it is Lala; she has her own good ass. Yeah, I don't know. That's the first thing I noticed. I don't know. I was just trying to picture like your hand on my ass and Ew. how I feel about that. I don't think I- <laughs> feel right about it yeah <laughs> i think i'd be insisting on a skype podcast from here on out <laughs> oh but my gosh I, no i'm not being homophobic it's just something i saw and i thought it was funny yeah um so yeah they put the whatever the chips in the bowl and blah 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 um but then she like she does the classic lala she just justifies like you know so we're good right like justifies her actions by saying well that's just me I don't need anything by that I just pop off that's just it's not towards you it's just because the classic Lala she pops off but she doesn't want to confront the person face to face and own it like she's cowardly always runs away right so instead she's just like I didn't mean that that's just me popping off on a podcast like you thought I was serious girl you know just that same old thing she does yeah you're sensitive I don't know I 
I mean, that's. I think that's kind of why with Lala, I'm a little worried if this whole Randall thing is legit. Um, I don't know that she knows how to when things get difficult in a relationship, whether it be a friendship or a you know a relationship with a significant other. I don't know if she knows how to like truly get real with someone because, like you said, she just runs away from any sort of like confrontation or any criticism. So I am a little worried to see, you know, with Ocean and everything, she's, you know, she's so concerned about Sheena and Summer. I'm concerned about Ocean and how she's going to, you know, I don't know that she's going to be able to repair this relationship even if she wanted to because she always runs away. Yeah. (sighs) So we have, I appreciate the girls coming over all wearing sweats. It was very refreshing Mm -hmm. coming off of Beverly Hills when the girls literally show up to like, what what were they playing? Like croquet. And they're all like, you know, decked out or meeting in a hotel room for drinks and they're in gowns and they have makeup and glam for three hours. It's like, okay, these girls have hairs in their hair in a ponytail and they're wearing like frumpy thick sweats like it yeah I did like it, it too and and I liked just the, a simple gathering of them just like kind of all vibing around the table like super relatable like that's how friends get together and um I thought it was cool um Charlie Charlie brought her own food you know she didn't want to take the chance of maybe having some sort of aversion to what was being served so she brought her own food she needed some hot sauce so she got hot sauce from Lala's house and that was that yeah and also let's keep in mind she she at this point she is already starting to train for her competition so she right. it's like when Teresa Giudice did that on Jersey she brought her own food she's following a strict too. diet yes yes yeah and you could see that it was like rice and broccoli yeah <laughs> you know and hot sauce um so she did post you guys her before and after of where she's at now from last year she lost like 45 pounds um so it's very inspiring if that's your journey um just know it's possible through diet and exercise yeah, that was very extreme. I, I that um, that was that was hard because she looks so good before, and then like and to get into this um, you know, the shape to do one of these competitions is amazing too. So yes, totally cool to watch that journey, if that's what you're into. So maybe you should just talk about the girls and then get to the guys instead of going back and forth. Yeah, boy, sounds good. Um, so. Katie is talking about well Katie and Lala are telling Raquel about the Brock stuff and Katie's like why but why well why 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 and I just don't believe in painting red flags with glitter and calling them something else and then Raquel's kind of trying to stick up for you know because I know she's friends with Brock and Sheena and they've done a lot of things together before this you know they even filmed so she's like, well, shouldn't we just, like, leave things in the past? And, like, he was already put on trial, so why do we need to do it? Like, it's not our place to do it. Like, he's got enough people in his life that are doing it or have done it. Like, why does this concern you, Katie? It doesn't. Mm-hmm. And la it doesn't concern you either. And if you're doing it as her friend, you would have done it when her actual other friends did do it a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. So why don't you leave it to her friends and her family and trust Sheena's circle and Sheena to 
to handle this. You don't need to keep bringing it up 75 times on camera. Mm-hmm. So I liked that Raquel was like, said something because she is so timid. She said something and then she also was loyal and brought it to Sheena. So really liking Raquel. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty smart move and a pretty good um, stance to take. You know, she, I, I don't really think anything was wrong with what she said. So I, yeah. And also the, you know, the baby's already here. So what are you going to do except for just make both of them feel bad at this point and maybe create more stress for them that will create tension and fights like summer already is here. So instead of just beating up what's wrong with him and everything he did wrong and it's doing wrong, how about you focus on, okay, well, what are you going to do from today and moving forward to ensure the same thing doesn't happen? Like just, just like, let's move forward and let him handle and fix his past. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I guess I need a storyline. So, Do you think he was trying to fix his past before he met Sheena and knew it was all going to come to light? Um, well, as he said, that, you know, the, the contact, once he found out he owed the child support, he didn't know where they were. So that's why he went to Australia because he couldn't go to Australia to find them until he got his visa approved which that made sense so -hmm. as soon as he got his visa approved to leave and be able to come back to the states that's when he went to Australia and then Sheena went down there to meet him but that was really early in their relationship like that was like the first month they were dating Mm -hmm. so so no I don't think I think that was already planned him trying to go find them to take care of to, to get his paperwork in court filed to get on track to fixing this so I think he was already starting that process I don't think it was about the show because at that point I think the show was airing still it you know so the raider of him being a full time cat I don't that hadn't happened that was brought up to him at BravoCon which wasn't until like six months later when Bravo expressed interest in having him on the show so I don't think I think he started that process, um, and yeah, I'm sure this probably accelerated that, especially also since being with Sheena has been able to get sponsorship money that I'm sure that's helping him pay his back child support back faster. Mm-hmm. Like he said he said he's, he's almost there. He's getting close. Yeah. So I'm sure with that, you know, he's the show has helped in the sense get him closer to that but I I think he started the journey of trying to amend that before Sheena but you know at the pace that he was able to afford Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I I saw some people bring up the fact too they're like well you know if he didn't have money to pay child support or whatever like how was he able to fly Sheena out you know on that trip or buy her engagement ring or like do all these things that cost yeah. money um yeah. but and that was know, the same thing I said about Randall it's like oh if he can't pay why is he flying everyone showboating PJs and trips everywhere and you know everything's so lavish um oh doing the premiere party for Vanderpump um but same could be said about Brock. Yeah, the Fiji trip or uh, Bali trip, and yeah, um, although Bali's pretty cheap. 
Anyways. Yeah. Uh, but no, valid point. It's like, if you haven't paid your child support in how many years and you're spending $5 on a luxury item for yourself, yeah, you're opening yourself up to be judged and persecuted, like, for sure. That'd be annoying. But at, the same, but at the same time, anyone who's ever gone through financial hardship knows that, you know, you can be doing, like, so good, but there's times where you need to, like, do something for yourself, too. Like, and then it sucks because you get judged for doing something for yourself, but you're still trying to live your life. It's like, it's yeah. literally you could, like, from every different, you know, angle you could say something, but yeah. I don't know. No, exactly. Um, so, anyways, yeah, Sheena just kind of says, you know, she agreed to stop and clearly she didn't because they brought it up on camera again, so then Sheena goes over to the hot tub to confront Lala about that again and um, basically say, you just need to trust my judgment that I'm not going to have a baby with someone that I think is a terrible person and why didn't you bring this up when Brock and I were first together like everybody else did and she's like well I didn't know and I just thought oh cool you're going to be a stepmom like me and um, but I mean that's kind of the point it's like yeah you didn't know because you weren't friends and if you're not that good of a friend or friends this isn't your business this is the business of Ariana and Raquel and Charlie that actually are her friends and did already address this so I feel like reading between the lines of what was said here is 100 when she says I didn't know about it a year ago what she's basically admitting to is she was put up to bring this to Sheena and that's why she's doing it you know what I mean like it's very much like like her real friends who you just mentioned they're not bringing it up because they're not going to do that to Sheena on camera but Lala is and um I think that's you know that's where I'm sure it hurts Sheena that she did that because that's it's pretty shitty to do that on camera. Yeah, I mean, and some just, somebody had to do it, but you know, it yeah. wasn't it wasn't one of her good friends, that's for sure. Yeah. So again, she's like, "Why am I being blamed for your man's issues?" And this same old, same old. Yeah. Um, at first, I, I I I wasn't mad at that argument. I thought, okay, that's true, Lala. Like, because Sheena was kind of coming back at her, and you know, she was kind of yeah. blaming. And so I thought that was a great comeback, Lala, to say like, this is a this isn't like Lala was basically saying, Sheena, this isn't about you. It's not about this is about Brock. It's Brock's issue. That's it. It has nothing to do with you. I'm not coming for you. But of course it's very personal to Sheena because this is her baby daddy. Like it's, it's all. And as we see later in the episode, when that shift kind of gets put on Lala, she erupts and goes off and is like, there's no, like, you're not going to talk about my man like that. But when Sheena says that, then, Oh, you know, it's like, no, no, no. Like he's done. It's about Brock. So it's, it's a hard one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) All right, over to boys' night quickly. Not a lot happened there. Um, we've got Jesse Metcalf. Sure is like coming around a lot. He's been on the podcast several times. Now he's on the show. I see Jack's post with him all the time. Like, is he like legit? Like, really good friends with Randall and Jacks, or he's just trying to get like some relevancy going again? I, don't I mean, know. I love Jesse Metcalf, so I was not mad at this. Um, I loved him on. Like I don't go all the way back to um, 
Desperate Housewives, I go to Chesapeake Shores on the Hallmark Channel, um, which <laughs> he was like amazing on, amazing. So, um, oh, I only know him from Desperate Housewives. Oh, you you should watch it. It's so good. Um, I don't even know his name though. It's just he's just the gardener. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, Chesapeake I, I Bay. Yeah. Hallmark. Oh my god, it's so effing good. Um. Like, I, I imagine that it's just like your life, Sarah. I really do. It's like you're a small town girl. You go back home. You run into somebody at the coffee shop. And then, like, he's playing a song on stage at, at like, the general store. And I I, I, I just can't. Like, I, I, I With want... With a Christmas tree lot out front and... and... Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, like, they pick it. it, it, it yes. Uh. And he is like... like, oh... So you're the sheriff now. He, yep. yeah, yeah. How's he, life in the big he's, city? He's like a country pop star, you know, that went away and now he's back home. And he's, you know, he's always been in love with the girl who, who went to New York City and now she's back too. Yeah, I went and I was like a lighting designer, like a lamp lamp fixture designer that was like super modern and like the hit of New York City. And I and, came back. Yes. Oh, I came back to, to pitch. Um <laughs> We bought a company, but it turns out the company is going to run all the employees out of out of business, and they're going to move operations to China. And so it's everyone I grew up with works at this um, where like manufacturing place, yes. and everyone is going to lose their job before Christmas. And I'm there to make the deal happen, but I don't know the that until I'm there, and I'm in a real conundrum of my life in the city and my career or but then yeah but then you remember your roots and you design an amazing lighting display for the christmas party and save the day yes and then the volunteer fireman um slash ex-country pop star that returned home he gave up his country pop star career because his dad was dying (laughs) and someone needed to manage the hardware store so he manages the hardware store while he takes care of his sick dad and then he volunteer firefights and volunteer sheriffs um, because you really only need volunteers in that town because there's no crime because it's Hallmark. Yeah. <laughs> and then also there's a cookie a cookie decorating contest and he has like this secret recipe that his dad gave him from his grandma and then he, he shares that recipe with you. You guys make an award-winning cookie and the end. I just... Oh. There is a- there is crime. There's a, a kid that steals one of the cookies because he's hungry, and it turns out he's um, an orphan. And he just needs a job in the factory that you just saved. <laughs> and a cookie because he's hungry, and it's Christmas, and he's never had a real Christmas. His he only had a tree that was like drawn on a wall, and he's only seen cookies on commercials with Santa. Oh my God! Should we write? <laughs> should we write a Hallmark movie? Okay. I, I just did. I mean, that was really good. Like, I, <laughs> I, I want to see that one. Oh, my God. Okay, where did we even start with okay, that? Well, oh, okay, to- Jesse Metcalf. Yes, that's when right. you said, this is how I relate to your life, I thought you were going with what I have written down. I relate with Schwartz. I have great highs and great lows when it comes to gambling. <laughs> yes. That's where I thought you were going with that statement. <laughs> <laughs> because I just came off one of those, and that's... 
I've cut myself off. I am. Oh, I mean, you came off I of had, a low. Oh no! I had the casino house call me concerned because he's like, "You were supposed to be in here and uh, register." For, I was like, "Yeah, I'm not feeling well. I'm sorry. Oh, I, didn't my. Think I, sh- I didn't think I should risk it being, you know, exposing myself." Oh my He's like, gosh. "Oh, okay. Well, would you want to come to this or, you know?" Well, I'm like getting all this. Sh- I was like, "Um, I'll let you know." That's <laughs> so funny to stay away but I had to go in um, one day because I got a $50 free gift card I'm like I'm not just gonna turn down free money yeah no then, you, you got to keep that those rewards going yeah I got a free gift card to like um, well, next week's is one was one week was a gas card the, the last one was like home goods or TJ Maxx what uh, next this week is Walmart and then also get the $25 free dining credit and then like couple hundred dollars of free play so it's like there's it's like a bad decision not to do it but if yes. I, I just need to have self-control um and then i also hoard a bunch of free waters that i bring back uh, love that <laughs> great, great for guests um so anyways i just i just need to have more self-control and just get all the free shit and leave um the problem was we, we stayed there and that's where shit went wrong because otherwise I've been going and giving myself a two hour limit yes um, yeah when you some days when you stay too long it's bad because you gotta you got, you need to walk away you know yeah so I stayed there so then I drank and then that's the bad decision making so yeah. if I go for two hours I don't drink or I have a one beer and um, that's the key so I'm just not gonna stay there ever totally <laughs> anyways but at least I haven't gone to um Palm Springs or Vegas in a while and that shit's real dangerous because then you go for longer so yes just taking a break taking a little break take a take a breather so I felt for Randall I mean but how sad like I mean this is why he's in financial trouble because he's going to Vegas all the time playing in these pro um, poker tournaments which he said they Chloe Kardashian deemed him rebet Randall because he keeps buying back in and just with this casual little boys' night, I'm sorry, you lost to the, the Toms, both of them, and he lost last time he played them. I remember. Remember we were going to go see them in Long Beach? Yeah. Um, I feel like um, in the beginning of the episode when Lala was kind of describing how her baby is like Randall and doesn't want to miss out on anything, I feel like Randall like always wants to be the cool guy. You know, like even when he's losing, like he still wants to be cool and like give his friends more money. You know, like he's he so badly wants to be liked and accepted, and it's it's yeah, it makes me sad. (laughs) Like he he seems really nice and kind of like he gets you know taken advantage of because he really wants friendship. Yeah, he wants to, but yeah, yeah, he's used to that because that's how he's had to do it with yes. that's just the and style. He, and he has found too. he's found some success in that, you know, and so he continues to do it. Yeah, the Range Rover thing worked a few times. Yeah. You know, both times was right after you know, after meeting one time. Yep. So it, he applied it to men as well. Yes. Certainly did with Jax. He takes Jax on lots of vacations. Um, but yeah, you lost to the Toms and you lost five grand. So that's kind of sad. And you're not even in a casino. Yes. So maybe you shouldn't be a professional poker player, especially if you're trying to lower your child support. I don't know. Priorities. Like yeah. if I'm not paying my rent, there's no, I have no business at the casino, right? Right. If 
but I am paying my rent, so that means I can go to the casino. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, you got to have some kind of, um, I don't know. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Um, right. Okay, so now, can we go over to Lisa's, or am I skipping yeah. something? Okay, so we go to Lisa's, and this is... Um, Brock's first time there. He's super impressed, you know, just like everybody always is. And um, so this is kind of, I don't know. I felt like this was awkward. You know, Brock basically says, like, Lisa, can I talk to you for a second? Um, it's awkward because they've never met before. <laughs> yeah, and to have such a serious, you know, conversation yeah. where she has to react the way she does. And um, I thought he was... You know, he handled it well. He, I thought he was really well spoken. Also, on Watch What Happens Live, and answered everything like openly and honestly and um, eloquently. But it's got to be when he first walked out, he looked so nervous. Um, so I was like worried, but I thought he handled it both there and uh, with Lisa pretty well. He they seem the to, that yeah, Lisa. they seem to be really prepared for Watch What Happens Live. Like that, those were rapid fire questions. I mean, and no one skipped a beat. Andy didn't skip a beat. Sheena, Brock, like, they were like, bam, 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 bam. Like, it was fast. And, um, yeah, yeah. so it seemed like maybe they had received the questions before or something because it was really, yeah, and I I was happy with everybody's answers. I thought they were open. I thought Sheena looked amazing. She looked super good. Um, Yeah, so anyway, so back to Lisa and Brock. Um... I mean, it was good that he pulled out the tears because that's something Lisa does need. But especially, I mean, also brave that he actually volunteered up himself that he physically slapped his partner. You know, he probably didn't even have to say that much. But Yeah, um, I, I was shocked when he said that. Um, not that I wasn't expecting that something like that was going to come out, but I, I was just in the way that like it was kind of presented in the last couple weeks I was surprised to have them come out with that I don't know I was like oh um and just like on watch what happens how Andy kind of questioned you know like why did you guys deny this before and now it's this I mean they're handling it the best they can you know it's it's a tricky situation for sure um but yeah I thought he did a really good job with Lisa it's exactly she she loves a broken bird you know so this is right up her alley she loves it yeah and she kind of walked away and you know was like oh i need a drink now you know she loves it she loves the drama so yeah she's like oh, give me a strongest drink and then she's talking about the toms like oh my god all this shit for two cocktails i'm like yeah she's not wrong that was a lot of stuff yeah, and I did like when um, when T. Sandy handed um, her the cocktail in the kitchen and he took off the thing and, like, a little bit of smoke came out. She she did say, that's sexy. You know, like, I liked that because T. Sandy does try very, very hard, you know, and it's like he puts in all this effort and then usually it, like, everyone's, like, annoyed because it takes too much, you know. It's like you want just the simple thing that tastes good, that looks good. Yeah. So I could imagine that that would be like you know a, a little hard pill, hard pill to swallow when um, Schwartz's drink gets picked over his. <laughs> but um, I've, I've had. Did, were you with me? When, we had a drink like that called the Campfire. Where yeah, was it? yeah. The Palm Springs. I think maybe? so. 
Where you, but it, it was like a campfire drink. It smelled like it, tasted like it, it smoked, it had a lid like that. Yeah. Um, Katie, I don't see any smoke. <laughs> I, that was funny because I didn't either. So yeah, but she it's, wasn't wrong. There's something about the way she says it though, where you're just like, Katie, yeah. god damn it. <laughs> she's always like, dun, dun, dun. Debbie Downer, like, yeah, Debbie Downer. But like, she's right. Like with the Schwartz thing earlier, it's like, dun, 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 but she's right. She yep. does do that. But yep. There was no smoke, but dun, 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 and then. Schwartz only made two cocktails for the four of them. And he's like, oh, you guys want to share? And she grabs her. She's like, no. She's like, sorry, I'm, I'm being barbaric, but I want my own. So I'm like, yeah. well, I'm glad you're asserting yourself and standing up for what you want. This is the Katie that grew when Stassi was not around. Yeah. So, it's kind of funny. She's just like not giving a fuck, basically. <laughs> She's just leaning into Debbie Downer, and it's kind of funny. The other, like, thing that really stood out to me when Lisa and Brock were having their um, little heart-to-heart was when Brock said something along the lines of, like, oh, you know, Lisa was like, you better take care of my Sheena, because if you don't, like, that, that's it. And he's like, you know what? She makes me a better person. And then Lisa goes, well, that's not her job. I yeah. really, I was like, oh shit! Like that was a good one, and you could even—it was see, a good one. Even in his face, he was like, Ugh. he's like, well, I know it's not her job, but you know, like he he recovered nicely. She makes but, me want to. Yeah, yeah, but I was like, whoa, dude! Like, yikes! That's a good line. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So then they bring up uh, why Lala's so quiet, and she goes into the whole Brock thing and. As she thinks he's gross and it's not fair like you know they're putting it on her Sandoval tries to interrupt and uh, Lisa's like no let her finish and he's like just give me a fucking second like Lisa's like Ooh. yeah um, she's like you need to apologize to me <laughs> but yeah I notice what Sandoval is doing it's kind of like he's traded in Stasi for Lala like He's doing the devil's advocate thing, which yes. he likes to do. Mm-hmm. And but the way he's talking and treating Lala, which I agree with, I don't like what she's doing, and I'm I happy he was doing it. Someone but a, had to do it. His, it. Yeah, yeah. It's not necessarily his place, but it's exactly what he would always do to Stasi. Yes, yes. So they're 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 filling that void there. Um. But yes, it, there's. Just like I don't want to hear, I don't want Lala bringing this up with Sheena. I don't want Sandoval. Like I, I don't want to be taught a lesson by Sandoval. Like I, I don't right. know. And none of them do. Yes, <laughs> and so it's um, but it it is funny because both of them are kind of saying the truth, but nobody likes to hear it from them. I don't. It's very interesting. Um, it was like definitely a range of emotions going through this yelling. So, um. So Lala, Lala freaks out um, after Sandoval kind of Sandoval tries to call her out and he's like, look, dude, like you were with a, a guy who and she's like, oh, miss, no, no, no. She starts she freaks out, which is, yeah. you know, exactly what Sheena hasn't been doing. Sheena's, you know, she's taken it and stood up for herself. But like Lala can't hang. She has to like stand up. She's super upset. She feels super attacked. Because he's she, like, well, maybe Randall did a ton of bad shit five years ago or ten years ago, which 
We know he's been accused of a lot of things. Like I know there was some sexual harassment accusations out there from well, and I a, a and I New think, Orleans project. Yeah, and I feel like with this whole Brock thing, you could again like sh- Sandoval is using Randall as kind of an easy target to teach Lala a lesson about how she's throwing stones at Sheena. But literally, you could have used anyone sitting at that table. You could have yeah. said it to Lisa. You could have been like, "Hey, Lisa, I could bring up stuff about you and your bad business practices that you've done years ago. Do you, does that feel good? You know what I like? You could literally point to anyone at that table yeah. and do the same thing. Lala yeah. is super triggered by the Randall stuff because she's always been, and it just happens to directly correlate with Sheena and Brock. So it it just works out beautifully. But yeah, pointing out Randall's flaws doesn't justify Brock's behavior. No. That's not what I'm trying to say or we're trying to say. Yeah. Um, it's just he's making an analogy. I guess right. it was like what was the housewives the analogy the famous yeah. analogy. Um, it's, it's just, just it's the easiest one. You know what I mean? Like it's, yes. It's the most applicable. Yes. Um, you know, but just like, you're not going to talk about my man who is a stand-up man. And God, the timing of this is just so. I mean, technically, you know, Sheena could have been like, well, let's bring Ariana. Let's bring up Jeremy. You know what I mean? Like they, yeah. she, they could have played dirty like that, but they went after Randall. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. There, there's a lot of stones that could be thrown around that table, man. Yeah, and that's, you know, with that history, that's why I know Ariana can see, like, two different perspectives and just hear people out. Everyone has their their side, their story, right, their right, version. Um, right. You know, and I do like that Sheena did, has talked to the ex and heard everything. But, so you know, she- un- unlike Jeremy, um, he didn't get that chance to be like, you'll see by the end of the season what's right. You know, exactly. like, the whole time they've been, like, kind of letting us know, like, Brock's going to get a happy ending in this or you know so yeah. they so they hope but you know some people don't even get to tell their side of the story so well they're trying to get him to get married by the end of the season yeah <laughs> so we'll see so we'll but, see uh, I don't think they'd do that if he was the villain yeah um but yeah yeah Jeremy didn't get that chance and his actually was a situation that needed to be yeah. Resolved. I mean, because just like you did. Said, everyone, everyone has a story. You know, everybody has a side, and it's yeah. So I, I thought that this episode was really good. It looks like it's going to be super good next week too. Like this is kind of going to continue the whole Sandoval versus Lala thing. I don't think is over, which will be fun because those two can go toe to toe. I think. I thought it was pretty respectful of Sheena at the last question on Watch What Happens Live when he asked her thoughts about Randall asking for the, well, actually it was a, a caller, I think, you know, asking about him requesting to lower child support, what's going on and how ironic. And she said she wouldn't comment. It's not her business. And she like really took the high road when, and Andy even pointed that out. He's like, wow, even after the stuff she said, she's like, you know, they they could have really relished in that. And yeah, I thought that, that was super cool of Sheena, uh, and she and she that's how Sheena is. So you have to really give her credit for that. And even even through all of this, it's been I you haven't really seen her lose it and yell at someone or call them names or bring up things like I said from their past that she easily could. She's really because I, I think deep down that Sheena does understand that this isn't about her. 
she knows who she is. She knows who, you know, she thinks Brock is. And I think she's pretty confident in that. And she's just waiting it out. Yeah. So. Cool. Well, until next week. Yes. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, we're going to put a bunch of polls up, and uh, so vote on those. And thank Leave you. Give us a good review or just five stars if you can on iTunes. It really helps us, and we really appreciate it. Yes, um, we if do. If you want us to read, read any of that or anything else on the pod, just let us know. Email us, Vanderpump Rules Party at Gmail, or follow us on Instagram, Vanderpump Rules Party. And you can DM us there as well. Yes. All right. Thanks. Okay, bye. Talk to you soon. Bye.